bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. All right, yes it is, and here we are together again, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Uh, fellas, it's a beautiful day in the Mile High City, and we're going to do another edition of the Modern Eater Show right now. We are. It's a little warm outside. But it, it's okay. It started to cool down. Have you been out there at all? It's beautiful. It's yeah, beautiful it actually day. is really nice, Mr. J. Parker. A big show for us this evening. It's um, summer dinner series in full swing, which is so cool. What do you got, Brian? You're giving oh, me I was saying we were, we were getting a little bit of our Facebook Live there on the... We were ghosting in the in the, in the beginning there, but we're good now. We're good now. It stopped. Yeah, yeah. it's all good. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of Facebook Live, we're um, trying out something new right now and cultivating a Facebook audience. So if you have any interest at all to check us out doing video, we're on Facebook Live. The Modern Eater is all you need to search for on Facebook. Join us there. Um, very cool having you here tonight. Again, summer dinner series in full swing. Uh, tickets available for the summer dinner series at summerdinnerseries.com. That will show you the full lineup. We're approaching week four which is a big one. So week one, Chef Kerry Baird sold out. Week two, Chef Keegan Gerhardt was sold out. Week three, Chef Preston Phillips was sold out. And now we venture into week four, which is a special week because these dinner series are benefiting the Colorado Chefs Association Apprenticeship Program. And we have decided at the Modern Eater Show that we are donating 100% of the uh, monies made at this dinner to the Colorado Chefs Association. So, hey, Brian, while you're typing. Yes, sir. Turn your mic off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so as we approach week four of the summer dinner series, it's really cool to have 10 chefs from the Colorado Chefs Association getting together for one dinner, a five-course meal that's paired with beers. We have Chain Reaction Brewing Company and Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project pouring the beers for this dinner. Chain mm -hmm. Reaction is going to be in studio tonight, actually. They are, and they're going to bring down uh, some suds, some beer for us to sip on. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be what they're bringing to the dinner because they still have to pair it up. But he's going to bring down some samples for us to get uh, to get down with. That's fantastic. And really, with Rocker Spirits uh, starting out the dinners at cocktail hour uh, from 5.30 to 6.30 cocktail hour, and then from 6.30 until about 9 o'clock, 9.30, sometimes yeah, 9, 10 o'clock. You've got the late stragglers. Right. We can't... Uh, you know, we can't get people to leave these dinners. They want to <laughs> stick around after. It's a, it's a great time. Um, produce sponsored by Growers Organic and our co-host Brian Freeman, which is a great thing. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I, I'm stoked that a lot of these chefs are digging the organic, um, which, they, you know, they don't necessarily always get to cook with it. So it's nice. Summerdinnerseries.com is for ticket information. We just released, fellas, the tickets for Chef Daniel Asher's. And I can't believe there's any left yet. I know people are swapping those up. Well, Chef Daniel Asher, he's he's really a staple of our community, uh, truthfully, as far as uh, sustainability goes, uh, sourcing, 
uh, just great products, great restaurant, and and then the core values of yeah. Chef Asher is amazing. So we're honored to have Chef Asher in week five of the summer dinner series. Have you been to his uh, little place up in Boulder called River and Woods? I've been to River and Woods and uh, Stemside Acreage. Acreage. Acreage, and you know he's opening a new place. It just announced this week, just yeah. dropped that Chef Daniel Asher is going to get to some Israel roots yeah. for food. Yeah, exactly, so modern, Middle Eastern. Yeah. Modern Middle Eastern, and I believe, am I pronouncing this correctly, is it Ashkara, or is it something, it's spelled A-S-H apostrophe K-A-R-A, Ashkara. I, I think well, I'd like to ask him, but I guess he can't. We can't get him on tonight, can we? We want to get him on the show. He's busy in the kitchen, and yeah. uh, rightfully so. But uh, again, the summer dinner series. What a what you know, community. What a hit, and again, uh, benefiting the Colorado Chefs Association apprenticeship program. Um, Shout out to Preston, folks. His meal last was, week. Oh my god, I I can't believe how many people walked up and said that was some of the best food we have had. And we had people come into almost all three shows so far, or all three uh, dinners. If you it guys was... are on Facebook, uh, you're in for a treat tonight because joining us again this week, he's um, he's a, an instructor in a, in a tight affiliation for the ACF Colorado Chefs Association. His name's Chef Michael Pizzuto, and Chef's going to do a demonstration. He's got what does he have lined up over there? He's got, I'll, I'll put it on the screen right now. So if you're on Facebook, he's gonna he's gonna start this action right now. But he's gonna make a uh, watermelon basket, and that involves uh, some pineapple, some watermelon, some berries of sorts. Is he starting right now? He's staring. He's right starting now. cherries. He's, you can you can do it at home, he says. It's not complicated. So if you're uh... well, so far it looks terribly complicated, <laughs> it, it, and truly it looks like he's uh, carving a pumpkin, uh, a pumpkin right now. <laughs> it's a display basket, a nice little centerpiece uh, for uh, you know a little gathering, a little summer gathering. If you're not on Facebook Live right now, you're missing out. Uh, great demonstration that Chef Michael Pizzuto is putting together for us. He's going to be on the show. We're going to talk about. Uh, the Apprentice Program, and they're just finishing up, Jay. We were down there, I want to say, Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday of this last week. For the, uh, it was the Apprenticeship Program's final practice cooking uh, before the big test, which is Tuesday. This coming Tuesday. This coming Tuesday. Open to the public. uh, same, Same night as the dinner, the ACF dinner. And they cooked, uh, we were there, and as they were bringing in the dishes, and they cooked, I think it was five different uh, dishes th- that they um, had to prepare, and each was different. One was a fish dish, one was uh, meat, one was uh, just vegetables chopping, uh, a salad, and may I might be forgetting one. But what was it, Chef? And a rice pilaf. And Greg, I don't know about you, but I was, I felt like I was, uh, I was nervous as they brought in their dishes and dropped them down because it's, you know, this is a big deal. This is two years that they put in. So we'll talk to Chef about uh, what it takes to join the apprenticeship program and uh, what the students will be tested on uh, this coming Tuesday as they reach their final exams, which, yeah, you're right, is nerve-wracking altogether. So, again, I want to emphasize, uh, don't miss out on one of these dinners, the summer oh, dinner Oh, look at series. that over there, guys. Um, the summer dinner oh. series is something that it means so much to us because we set out on a road trip in May, and that road trip brought us all over Colorado. We sourced a lot of uh, great produce, 
a, gr a lot of great. I, I know I can't stop watching I either know, on Facebook. Uh... This demonstration is so cool. Uh, Facebook, check out the Modern Eater Facebook page. You'll see the live video right now of Chef Pizzuto. As we got back from the summer, um, our, our camping trip just saw so many great distilleries, breweries, uh, farms, ranches. Sourced a lot of great products. It's all about Colorado. We came home. We're doing the summer dinner series. And so far, they're just so well received in the community. And this Tuesday night is really a showcase of the ACF Colorado Chefs Association chefs. Ten chefs. I'm going to see if I can just go through them in, in my memory. Chef Christopher Dijon is going to pair up with President Chef J.P. Kraus. Um, second course is going to be... And they're going to be in studio this evening. Chef Pearson Shields, mm -hmm. uh, Chef Michael Rabelhofer, Matthew, Matthew. Gosh, I got his last got, name. It sounded too. like he got the last name. Um, Chef Christopher Moore, along with his partner in crime over the the uh, Nature and Science Museum, Chef Patrick Hartnett. Mm -hmm. um, main course is going to be our friend Chef Jesper Janssen and Chef. Jason Morris, who's pretty much the meat king. Anything that has to do with meat and grilling, um, they team up. Emma Nemechek, Chef Nem Emma Nemechek, and Chef um, David Lewis. What what was your hand gesture for? Oh, this, uh... I, uh, we've got a caller that was asking where it's at, so I'm going to go ahead and tell him. It's the Barbecue Supply Company. Well, why don't we take the caller? 2180. Are, we'll they, are, they, the are they on? Hey, caller. Uh, welcome to the show. What was your question? Oh, his yeah. question is what you just answered. Well, yeah. So Barbecue Supply <laughs> Company, and I see Jared Leonard, who is on our Facebook live feed right now. Jared Leonard's done so much for us, you guys, as far as this great venue. It's a commercial kitchen that he does barbecue out of. A lot of pit-to-plate dinners. A lot of um, uh, just today he does barbecue all day until it sells out. Mm-hmm. And um, Jared Leonard's one of these guys who really, coming from Chicago, he's coming into Denver, and the community's embracing him because he's a heck of a guy. So we really appreciate you, Jared Leonard. And the food's delicious that he's putting out of there. Are you kidding? Sausage, beef ribs, uh, smoked chicken. You buy it by the ounce, and you just uh, you get a big plate of happiness, and you go for it. <laughs> a big plate. Of <laughs> yes, you do. Okay, let's take a break. We'll come back. I want to talk about produce and seasonality for a minute. None better than uh, Brian Freeman, co-host here on the Modern Eater Show. There's so many great Colorado products out there as far as produce right now. And you want you may want to know what's in season, and Brian Freeman's going to tell you. Again, at 6.30 right here on 6.30 KHOW, an iHeartRadio station, Chef Michael Pizzuto, an instructor for the ACF Colorado Chefs Association Apprentice Program. He's going to rejoin us. He's busy at work right now on Facebook Live putting together a delicious... Um, uh, watermelon basket and you can smell it too greg you can smell that watermelon it just screams summer is that a grower's organic watermelon uh no it is we didn't get him a grower's organic watermelon we we were talking about it though all right so we'll take a break head on over to the facebook live check out this great demonstration from the chef uh we'll talk to him at 6 30 uh in the next hour chef pearson shields along with Matt Rabelhofer, is, or they're coming in from the Hyatt Regency, Denver, and I think they're going to do a demonstration They're going to be doing well, a demonstration, right? too. They sure are. What are Invol they demoing? It, they're inv it involves radishes. 
A radish. A dinner. radish dish. Very cool. And then Chain Reaction Brewing Company, Chad Christofferson, is going to join the show for Booze in the News, all the booze news you can use. All right, we'll take a quick turnaround at 617, and we'll be back in the flash right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search The Modern Eater or check out the website. TheModernEater.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options, and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares on east colfax directly connected to the tattered cover bookstore hungry thegoodsrestaurant.com rocker spirits it's a distillery it's a place to hang it's about quality it's about taste it's about passion infused with american spirit rocker whiskey rocker rum rocker vodka get ready for an original look feel and experience old town littleton and if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks they've got the best food truck line in town open thursdays fridays saturdays and sundays rockerspirits.com rockerspirits.com hey what's going on everybody this is uh chef brother luck from for my brother luck in colorado Springs. Oh man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi everybody, it's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Uh, that voice is just infectious right there. It's Chef Carrie Baird who did uh, week one, sold out in 48 hours for the uh, Modern Eaters Summer Dinner Series, brought to you by Growers Organic, um, benefiting the Colorado Chefs Association Apprenticeship Program. Uh, Carrie Baird, along with Brother Luck and Kyle Mendenhall and, and uh, Daniel Asher and the Colorado Chefs Association Chefs and uh, Chef Preston Phillips, just really Everybody getting together for what I believe to be uh, the hottest ticket in town right now, guys. So, you know, uh, a gentleman I know through my other job, he bought the four tickets and then he couldn't end up going. And so he he gave them uh, to some friends uh, that I know through him. And uh, he comes in to to my bar the other day and uh, he says, man, he says, uh, they're still talking about that dinner. Nice. They're still talking about nice. it. And That's I said, what I like to hear. Well, I said, man, you got to go. You have to go to one. I said, it's a good time, man. I mean, we talk about it, and then there's a promotional aspect where you, a lot of times you hear stuff, and you go like, yeah, I get it. It's a dinner, and I get that it's benefiting something. But, man, Greg, when you go to these dinners and you sit down with at these two 20 tops that are right in the middle, and you see the chefs 10 feet from you cutting up when Preston and Jesper were cutting up that chicken and that lamb 10 feet from you and then putting it on a plate, I mean, that's... 
that's a special thing that it, other dinners don't offer. They yeah, don't offer that kind of. It's uh, a dinner for forty. A chef's table experience. I mean, chef right in front of you demo, demoing. We do the Facebook Live. Uh, it, go to the Modern Eater Facebook page. You can see all this great takeaway from the dinner. Well, and there's a ton of, we're, we're sharing stories yeah. about the food, about the, the all the people that are involved. I mean, I think it's just an incredible sense of community that we have at, at those dinners. So if you're watching on Facebook, do us a flavor. Get that food yeah. show flavor. <laughs> well. um, click on, there's a, a, a notification um, that's at the top right-hand corner uh, by the videos, that if you click that notification, that anytime we go live as a show, which we'd appreciate, it'll notify you, and uh, it'll make it so much easier for you uh, to join in on the action. Again, right now in mid-demo is Chef Michael Pizzuto, who's putting together a great watermelon dish right now, and that'll be done here soon. That's just a great presentation, and it screams summer. He'll probably talk about how you can do this um, for yourselves, but he was really proud of the knives that he brought in. I know, and I want to watch him. I actually did a, a demo on how to cut a pineapple. He's going about it, obviously, a much different way than I ever did because he's using it for something. Summerdinnerseries.com yeah. is where you can buy tickets, uh, ticket information. I got to tell you what. Um, priced anywhere from uh, $100 to $80, depending on if you get in on the early bird ticket. But for 100 bucks, man, five courses, um, beer paired up with each course from two breweries, a cocktail hour, um, a great organization benefiting the Colorado Chefs Association Apprenticeship Program. You, you, can't, get, you, you get, get a little gift bag on you, your way out. You get a gift bag on oh, your way right. out. You're not going to have uh, a better spent 100 bucks. Than well, but no it, way. Did, yeah, did you hear what I, I had interviewed a few of the guests, and you can also get that on our Facebook Live page. And every guest that I spoke with said that is the best deal, just because of the fact that you're getting thirty bucks of booze right when you walk in the door half the time. You know, you're you're getting poured three, four drinks right away. Then you get to sit down and have more beer, quite honestly, than I think a human can drink. Um, and well, they're samplers, and you know, they're not giving you forty with each round. You don't know? have to worry about tipping. Uh, yeah, no you, none of that. any of that thing. So. You walk away, you you know, clean up, you get pictures with the, the flaming rocker truck outside. This is a um, great experience, so join us for the Summer Dinner Series. I want to get into, because one of the greatest things about the Summer Dinner Series is our ingredients. And along with South River Aquaponics, um, Big Bee's Farm, um, yeah, who I mean, go down the well. Road. So we've got the Garden, Bur yeah, Osage Black, Garden, Black Bear Orchard, Black Bear Orchards, Berg Harvest, Berg Harvest was there that day. These um, are all great Colorado farms. Yeah, even Hazeldell Mushrooms was there that day. Yeah, um, we had a little bit of shiitake uh, mushrooms that they, we threw in things. It, 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 well, and every one of these dinners. So you know, we're coming up on the next dinner with this. This this week we're going to feature Petraco Farms, and they've got little Jim lettuce. We're going to have more of the Berg Harvest um, cherries there. Here's what. So the, this afternoon we're sourcing ingredients for our chefs for the Chefs Association dinner. Ten chefs, so kind of working in different directions. But Brian's the point man for the produce. But it was interesting because uh, Chef Dijon, the stadium chef at, at Mile High, Broncos chef is what we like to call him. Chef Dijon um, basically said, I'm going to do a, a very uh, a spring mix, if you could. And Brian, you 
you, you, there was a laundry list of what he could choose from. Just go through the salad mix of what was available. Well, like, so that's what's cool is it's just because all the small farmers we know. So we're bringing in, so from Green Earth Farm, Tom McCracken, we've got him on our Facebook page. He sent, sent down some frisee. We've got some Mizuna um, as well in there. We've got our field to fork friends who have been bringing their salad mix. I've got young, one town farms um, who's a local hydro salad company that uh, that these guys from uh, the re- the Hyatt Regency love. So the chef Pearson's that's on tonight loves this stuff. And and t- and then we've got the radish. So we've got like four different kinds of radish. We've got grilling onions right now that are local. I mean, just this is like this time of the year. All the kales and everything that they're going to be using. But but the frisee I thought w- was one of the highlights that I like on a salad because it it adds a little brightness. Um, hey, Jay Parker here. Can you tell me what that? Is what's frisee? Frisee. Well, it's actually I believe it's in your in dive class. Um, and frisee is uh, it's it looks like a really crinkly um, lettuce in a in a sense. So it's it's got variegated, very sharp edges, um, and the leaves are thinny, thin and wispy. Um, thinny isn't a word, but thin and wispy is. Uh, okay. <laughs> and um, just, it, but it's a little brighter. It's a little it's a little sharper on the tongue sometimes. Okay. The, and and one of the things that's cool about it that you'd never know is is a lot of chefs like their uh, frisee blanched, and uh, in the only way to get a blanched frisee or a white frisee, and that's what blanched means, is is they have to go out in the field and take it and tie it up with a string, so the light. Light doesn't get to the center of get out of the here. lettuce. It's nuts. It's uh, well, the things that we do to make things look pretty on your plate. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of folks um, are farmers market goers, right? Yeah. And because they want the seasonality, they want to support their local farms. They just purely want fresh ingredients. What kind of things can folks see in farmers markets right now? And then what will it migrate into as the uh, month of uh, July expires and and August gets going? Well, so, you know, right now you're going to see a lot of peaches um, in the farmer's markets because the peach harvest is in full swing. We've just started getting some corn out of Pueblo, lots of radishes, and now lettuce is uh, here um, in full swing. So you're looking at all different kinds of lettuces, which that means a lot of greens. So, you know, some farmers might have some turnips coming off right now. Um, and, and like I said, all the kales and things of that nature. Um but I, I would, uh, you know, lo- local mushrooms. The cherries are right at the end, you know. So cherries, yeah. cherries, interesting. And and you know, I might go off on a little bit of a tangent with you, Greg, on this because I think Colorado is one of those hard places. You know, I just had one of the farms send me a few boxes of um, English peas, English shelling peas, and that's typically a spring crop. And that's one of the things about Colorado is is our our season's a little behind. So you know, obviously, we're in the middle of summer. Um, the, these English peas have completely stopped in California. It's way too hot, but they're starting up here. So I think that one of the hard things is, uh, of being a chef and trying to be only cook seasonally is, is in Colorado, you know, we're, we're a little behind, um, a month, you know, sometimes we're getting California asparagus and the, the springtime has already hit and we're, we're, you know, our asparagus is, is definitely mid, mid, mid June. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's a lot of items like that. And you got to feel for some of these chefs because the things that you might want to use like dandelion greens, um, dandelion greens are typically like a real big spring, spring green that you would use because it's a, cl- it's a cleansing green. Um, and 
uh, uh, it's just coming on right now. Um, and like these English peas. So, but, oh, I, I did actually some, something cool is I just started working with a farm way down near Pueblo, uh, and they're bringing me near Fowler city, honey acre farms. Uh, Mr. Allen just brought me in some incredible, incredible yellow gold bar zucchini squash. Um, so maybe we can get one of the chefs to play with that. So, um, you know, it, that one of the things that I will tell you is, we do have a lot of cool items coming in Colorado just because we have a lot of chefs or a lot of farmers that want to experiment. Um, Jessica and Scott, as we met um, the Radowskis there in uh, Palisade, Field to Fork, they're trying to do all kinds of cool stuff with um, root vegetables that we typically don't have success with here. They're doing artichokes here in Colorado. Um, and, and that's what I think is fun is, is as we can get younger farmers into the mix, you know, so it's that sad thing, you know, sometimes in life we get beaten down and we don't want to try something new. Um, and these young farmers just don't have a filter mm -hmm. and that's what I love because they're willing to try it. They're willing to fail. Um, and, and sometimes it takes failure to succeed as well. Well, you're right about Colorado and a lot of the windows are small for the produce and what the farms yield. Um, but as, as the climate and the different regions in Colorado yield such different products. And it's very interesting to me, just cherries alone, um, when we were in Paonia versus, uh, where were we? Black in, in Palisade in versus Palisade. Paonia. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a couple weeks apart. And, yep. And they're fairly close in proximity, but very much so different as far as the region and, and what can be grown and when. So uh, I just think this is a fascinating state. When yeah, well, we have, it's called microclimate. Greg, is what that is, is, you know, in those areas from one canyon to the next, you can have a completely different climate. And um, I, I don't know, I'll tell you, it's, it's one of the things that I, I think makes, you know, Colorado so diverse. But it's something to also look at because of our drought that we're going on. Why our friends over at S at South River Aquaponics, um, you know, and those guys are champion this whole thing of preserving our water. Well, not only that, but they're not limited to the seasons. Yes. Um, South River Aquaponics, again, you'll hear them, a uh, new sponsor of the show. And I think that we're really just fascinated by what they do and the quality and then the um, sustainability of their products as well. Uh, South River Aquaponics is something that you should really uh, look into because not only delicious, sustainable, using much less water than traditional farming, but again, there's a place with farming with everyone. Um, so well, and like we said, remember how clean it was in that place? Oh, I mean, pristine. You you wouldn't hesitate to eat anything. Yeah, and the diseases that they can prevent by having that uh, controlled environment too is really. Um, Greg, Jay here. Th that's you know the thing that I took away fr from the place, and then eating the mushrooms, and they're delicious, and all that is the fact of how controlled it is. And I know some people don't get down with soilless, uh, you know, vegetables being grown and that sort of thing. You know, however, it's hard to deny what what they're doing, and they're putting out a pristine product that has no outside influences that can damage or contaminate your food. Well, Chef Michael yeah. Pizzuto, I think, is done. Uh, he's almost done. We're going to take a break. Um, check out this beautiful display that he's putting together here on Facebook Live. And again, thanks to Jared Leonard for giving us um, this great space with Barbecue Supply Company. It's a um, commercial kitchen that seats 40. It creates a great chef's table experience. And the summer dinner series has been a hit because of that. So, uh, Jared Leonard, thank you so much for that. 
We will take a quick break. And again, summerdinnerseries.com is where you can find tickets. We're ramping up for the Colorado Chefs Association Chefs Dinner that takes place this Tuesday night. And I got to tell you, there's just a couple of tickets left uh, for that dinner itself. You're never going to find uh, a better value than, never. than you will for these dinners and yeah. a better experience, uh, too. So if you love food, you love your community, you love hyperlocal, you love sourcing good products, and um, just an FYI, by the way, all organic. Yes, all, and you get information about where it all came from. Yeah. How about this? Do you like having fun? No. You know, you get all of everything you just <laughs> said, <laughs> and <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tonight, our audio engineer, Arabella, she's keeping us on track. She probably wants me to break, so I will do so. Uh, we'll be back in a flash with Chef Michael Pizzuto right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website. Videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video to themoderneater.com. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Hey, it's Peter Allman with South River Aquaponics. As a chef and aquaponics farmer, I get the importance of conserving our limited water supply. Did you know Colorado is suffering from the most severe drought since 2012? Water shortages are very real, especially to Colorado farmers. Now here's the good news. Aquaponic farming uses 90% less water than traditional farming, while producing four and a half times more food per square foot. Using traditional farming techniques, farmers would flood their fields with large quantities of water, leaving much of this water underutilized and just plain wasted. But because aquaponics is a recirculating system, the only water used is what the plants uptake and some very minor evaporation. South River Aquaponics has been running a 55,000 gallon system year round for four years, and we use less than 500 gallons of water per day. Education is very important to us here at South River Aquaponics. I invite you to learn more about aquaponics at SouthRiverAquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. Maximize your online. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Okay, back to the show in just a minute, but right now I need to talk to you about Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Talk about hyper-local and a community guy. 20 years in the business installing tap lines. It's not just installation, it's maintenance as well. Uh, maintenance is a very, very important thing. If you're a bar owner, a brewery owner, you've got a couple of miles on your business, and you're just not pouring beer the right way. Temperature's a big thing. 
uh, your glycol lines, uh, they could be off. You need an A-plus on your report card for Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions. The man's happy to do it, give you an evaluation if you're starting up a new brewery or restaurant. He'll sit down with you and talk about all the dreams that you have in regards to a draft system. So foam is money, and you don't want to waste money. If you're pouring inefficient beer, fellas, what are you doing? You're pouring pouring your money money down down the the drain. drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 720-272-3809. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. My name's Alex Seidel. I'm from Fruition Restaurant, Mercantile Restaurant. You are listening to us on Monardiner on iHeartRadio. Yes, you are, James Beard winner, Alex Seidel. Thank you for listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Again, summer dinner series. We're uh, midway through, coming up on the uh, Colorado Chefs Association Chefs Dinner, uh, benefiting the apprenticeship program. And have to tell you, for this dinner, we've decided to uh, donate 100% of the proceeds to that apprenticeship program. And um, just getting done making a watermelon basket, basket for us that you, if you're on Facebook Live, that you got to see his name, Chef Michael Pizzuto. He's an instructor for the Colorado Chefs Association Apprenticeship Program. We got to go into his natural habitat, and that was the kitchen with the chefs this past week. So pull that microphone up real close to you, Chef. There you go, my friend, and welcome back to the Modern Eater Show. How are you? It's always a pleasure to have your generous time to give us a chance to continue to pull our community together. What I like about the show that I'm becoming more familiar with, you're not selling anything. You're, you're uniting people with a common interest that we all share. First of all, it's having to eat well, but also the fact that you're using all of the local people to be part of that whole community. It's really great. If uh, we don't take care of each other, let's not expect anybody outside of our community to do it because um, that just doesn't happen. So this past week is, or this coming Tuesday is a big week for Tuesday. Last last final test that's going to be by authorized certified judges down at the Metro State uh, Lab School down hospitality and uh, uh, school. You're free to come down. By the way, if anyone's interested, and we'll talk a little bit about why you should. Probably think about looking at our apprenticeship program. It's a two-year program. These students have finished two years. They're being judged for their certified sous chef, which is a nationally recognized status within the American Culinary Federation. Uh, We'll be starting the actual testing on different mm, uh, groups of students uh, starting about 8.30 in the morning and going till about 2. You are absolutely free to come down and shadow and look through the window. We'll have uh, instructors outside in the hallway to explain what's going on. But as uh, Jay and Greg observed last week, it's pretty intense. They're highly focused. They realize that this could be a big step in their career. So uh, please come down. And actually, the the opportunity for you to look at what the apprenticeship pre- o- o- offers. Yeah, you, Chef, you want to make one thing clear to me. Again, uh, joining us in the studio, Chef Michael Pizzuto, is this isn't just a cooking program. We are not teaching cooking. We are teaching career fundamental skills, two years worth. The interesting thing is that it's a very low cost in terms of tuition. You're working full time with a certified executive chef in and out of the classroom. Our Monday and Wednesday nights from three until eight o'clock is the the lecture, the classroom, and the fundamental hands-on practice. 
the rest of the week, you are actually working full-time in a certified sponsor house, you might say. It's two years. The other benefit that you're getting out of our program that I think is a little bit more of an advantage to many people looking forward, at the end of this, you have 43 certified credit hours for any of the community colleges in Colorado. That transfer is over. So think about this. Another four, five, six credit hours, you've got an associate's. You're right at Metro. Just keep going. You want to go into management? They've got their hospitality management class. Go for a bachelor's. But it all starts with the fundamental understanding of what the food and the curriculum is all about. So please come down. It's free to do. I'll give you some information on how to get in touch. May I do that? Yeah, you may. Uh, first, not only that, but it's a unique opportunity to right now that if you're hearing Chef's voice, that they're starting right now for recruitment and people to sign up for the next batch of students. That's correct. Well. Timing is perfect. Uh, we have the 27th of August is going to be an orientation at the same location where they're doing their final testing. We start actual classes the 10th of September. So you're perfect timing for anyone that's between the ages of 18 and whatever who would like to get involved in the culinary field as a, as a, as a career. Um, if I have a few minutes, can I give you a little insight about how this all works? I, yeah, let's do this. Since we're right on break, um, I want to give you some more time. Let's give you another segment. We'll do In the Kitchen, and why not, with Chef, and he's one of the best that I know. Just in love with this man. He's, um, he, he's a sweet gentleman that has tons of experience, and that experience he liked to pass along to um, not only students, but folks like you out there. So we'll pass along this information. We'll talk to Chef Michael Pizzuto. And we'll continue next with the chef right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Choose your path through Cyberland. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun photos and videos. Just search the Modern Eater or check out the website, themoderneater.com. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale. Taste lavender tripel and the distinct horchata milk stout thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles my sincere hope is that intrepid sojourner beer project will inspire adventure and wanderlust come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn located at 925 west 8th avenue in the heart of the arts district on santa fe for everything intrepid look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, Colorado. This is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. 
Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Brought to you by Gluten-Free Things. A dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada. Back at it on the Modern Eater Show. In the Kitchen. That's the segment you're hearing right now. Gluten-Free Things in Arvada. And uh, John Irvin, talk about community. John Irvin picked up six tickets to this next dinner uh, for the Colorado Chefs Association. If you don't know what dinner uh, dinners we're talking about, this is, it's the summer dinner series, and we're in full swing midway through. Just uh, it's the hottest ticket in town, I say, Brian. I think it really is. But I got to give a shout out to John because I think that that was incredibly noble of him to go out and buy six tickets for this show. It's it could be though one of the one of the highlights of our dinner series because we've got so many different diverse chefs coming in. Well, what's cool really is nice you know if you can't make it to the dinner and you know you're a business or a corporation and you'd like to send someone else to a dinner, sponsor somebody else, buy a ticket to this dinner and send them along. It's a great gift. Chef Michael Pizzuto in studio with us right now, and we're gonna resume with Chef Michael Pizzuto through the In the Kitchen segment. So we have about eight minutes, and I think it's um, very worthwhile to continue talking about the apprenticeship program because it is our obligation. If you love uh, food and beverage, the culinary community, you go out to eat all the time in restaurants and uh, think about it. You love that so much, but don't you worry about who the future is. Cultivating a bench and cultivating that bench is one of the things that's most important to Michael Pizzuto. And um, let's continue. We have on. a lot of choices in life. People that like to use their hands, become creative, and really contribute to the community realize that as chefs, we are of service. So we're doing things at several levels. One, it's artistic. Number two, we're giving you a wonderful dinner. Three, we're continuing a healthy lifestyle just by the skill. So with a two-year program that we have with the American Culinary Federation, I'm going to give you a number because we're starting to take and fill up the last few seats we have for the September beginning class. You're going to be talking to our administrator, Monica. Write this number down. If you're in the kitchen, throw some flour on the table and write this in the flour so you don't forget. It's 303-220-0057. We're taking uh, everyone to come down and look at our operation on 27th of August. That's our orientation. 
There's no obligation. Please come down. Also, I'm going to extend the, uh, the invitation for next Tuesday that the second year are taking their final test before they get their certified sous chef certification. That goes from 8.30 until about 2. Come on down. There'll be plenty of us walking around ob- observing them. And I'd like to just do a little visual picture here for you all. Let's pretend like it's in the midwinter. You're walking downtown, light snow. You walk past a large window that's into a restaurant, observation kitchen, or a pastry shop. And what you're watching is the croissants coming out of the oven. You smell that fresh bread, the dark crust. You're looking at the pastry cream that you just can taste the vanilla already. So you're leaning on the window. By now, you should be having your eyes dilated at all the beautiful things as the robe of chocolate goes on top of the croissants or the Danish. But you're on the outside of the window. Which side do you want to be on? With the happy people inside making something or always looking in? The way to the inside is education. It's participating in a community that has that fire and that spirit to do something more. And if you're online, you're looking at the watermelon. 15, 20 minutes and you've turned something instead of a chunk wedge into a beautiful display piece. So please come down. We'll be happy to talk to anyone. And again, ages of 18 to whatever you want to do to get out of a cubicle and looking at black and white zeros and ones. We have some place where you can be creative and contribute. And as you come to these different events that we're having throughout the rest of the summer, the final test is really what do we take in life? So here's a little piece of wisdom. Knowledge is knowing that the tomato is botanically a fruit. Wisdom is not putting it into a fruit salad. Okay? So little things like that help us guide the knowledge depth that we promote in a program that's not just teaching how to follow recipes. We teach the how. Anyone can go in and take a class where they teach wonderful cooking technique for a menu. But what happens if the hollandaise breaks? How do you make that cream anglaise fluff like it's supposed to at the right temperature and the whipping and the emulsification? All the technical scientific things. Here's a challenge piece. What do you know about water on the pH level as far as what to keep green vegetables green? How do we keep red vegetables, purple vegetables, what do we do to the water? What kind, what's happening to the chemistry of the water to make them properly done? Those things you will learn from day one and two after you've learned proper sanitation, which is what's very critical in our association. We learn knife skills. We have a plethora of equipment that you're using. It's all hands-on. This is not a lecture-type program. The fun part is that you take that information from the classroom and go back to work and get paid to practice doing it. You can't beat that deal. So just remember that pane of glass as you go through life. Some of the most memorable things we have, and the folks that are talking back about the wonderful executive chefs and the tremendous talent that they're putting into these dinners, they will remember those taste, visual, smell, influences for the next 10 years, if not more. And here's a little tip. When we taste flavors, 80% of flavor understanding is, is through your smell. So when you go back, people that do this professionally, they can identify at least a minimum of 10,000 different smells. So think back to some of those memorable meals that you've ever had, and you start to understand all the textures, the flavors, the visuals, the scientific things that go into just cooking something. And you'll know the difference between making a mirepoix, 
And by the way, who was Mirepoix? Every basic student knows about a Mirepoix. It's the combination of flavorful carrot, celery, onions. But everybody thinks that's it. No, it was named historically after a very famous count in France in the 1800s whose chef wanted to increase the flavor by coming up with this an additional combination of typical vegetables to enhance flavors. So there's another little piece of thing you learn right off the bat. So you have, you have all these little ditties that say, now I understand really food is not just reading the package of a microwave. No, no, not in our program. It's hands-on. We have a high ratio of people that I think are very like-minded myself. When you come in that classroom, we do not teach just cooking. We develop a relationship, and we take very seriously the fact that we're part of a career, a whole new lifestyle that you're willing to change to come into with our community of chefs, culinarians, the gentlemen here that are helping to promote what we do in the world of cooking. Now, Jay and Greg came down, and they had a really wonderful time watching the practice session. Uh, any comments on that? And then I'll just say again, please come down and watch the students. It's going to be at Metro. Give Monica a call, too. By the way, that number again is 303. Is your counter still got flour on it? 220-0057. Come on down. Watch what we do. You want to join a crowd that's going to do something that's going to go the rest of your life? Become part of us. Um, what do you think, guys? I think uh, I'm going home, Chef. The show's yours. Well, I, I, hey, if there's one <laughs> thing, can I? Can he speak at my funeral? That's because right. it'll make my whole life interesting. What, I don't know if that, he's at my funeral. I don't know that there, that there's ever been a time on this show where I've just stood on the sidelines and just was quiet. Well, here. And that was a time. Hey, I got to jump in. To chefs, <laughs> chefs, sure, chef. chefs, chefs do not. Chef Michael Pizzuto. Chefs do not die. We go on to the stockpot. I mean, that's our, that's our nirvana. <laughs> Come down and watch us cook. Become part of what we're doing. Learn the reason why that you can do it yourself. Truly as a family. Oh, he's a, and this guy's a pro. He, does he, he reminds me of Joan Brewster. These people with the ACF. There's certain people over there that have it all together. We're going to loosen up. Second hour is going to be cool. Beer in the studio right now. Chad Christofferson, Chain Reaction Brewing Company. They're pairing up with Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project for week four of the Summer Dinner Series. Tickets on sale. Just a couple left for the Colorado Chefs Association Chefs Dinner. Ten chefs getting together to cook the most delicious food. And as you heard from Chef Michael Pizzuto, uh, just great attention to detail, and these chefs are bar none. Uh, SummerDinnerSeries.com is where you can grab your tickets, and we just released uh, the tickets for Chef Daniel Asher, which is the fifth week. Uh, so cool that you've joined us. We have another hour here to go. Chef uh, Pearson Shields, executive chef at the Hyatt Regency, and Matt Rabelhofer, uh, chef there as well. They're going to join us in the next hour. In the meantime and in between time, we'll take a quick break, and we'll see you right back here past the top of the hour on the Modern Eater Show. How about a bite to eat? It's time for the second course, hour number two of the Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. Yes, it is. And here we are back together again for the second hour of the Modern Eater Show, our hyper-local hyper uh, gathering every Saturday evenings between 6 and 8 p.m. Live on Facebook right now, just uh, search out the Modern Eater and then do us a favor and 
hit that little bell and make a notification anytime that we're live as we develop our Facebook audience. A lot of great demonstrations in studio. And thanks to uh, Chef Michael Pizzuto for putting together a delicious watermelon basket. Uh, myself, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman back at it again on a beautiful Sunday. Or, pff, Saturday. I'm already <laughs> in Sunday. I got big plans tomorrow. Uh, you know I'm a balcony gardener. Right. Yes. Oh, did you get your new? Uh, did you get your new pottery? Or, I got some planters. Yeah, planter. Yeah. Planter. Yeah. Uh, really. And and Jay, uh, last year I yielded about yielded about five six jalapenos. Yeah. I'm on track to probably twenty five this year. Jalapeno garden. Babe, I invented jalapenos. I showed him how to plant them. <laughs> I have so much room. I could plant like a cornfield, and I just, I, I can't get there yet. I've I seen will. your yard. Dude, you've been I planting will. rocks. I will. Uh, you've been planting weeds. Oh, I on. see. I see how you, you rock and roll. We're doing there. a show here. We don't need to talk about my front yard. The hottest <laughs> ticket in town right now. Um, get them while you can. It's the Modern Eater Summer Dinner Series brought to you by Growers Organic. And um, you're, you're not going to find a better value than this. It's just all about community sourcing, sustainability, um, the products, all organic produce. It's just amazing. These chefs, the lineup, Chef Kerry Baird, week one, sold out. Week two, Keegan Gerhard sold out. Week three, Chef Preston Phillips sold out. About to sell out week four, and I know we will, for the Colorado Chefs Association Chefs Dinner, benefiting the apprenticeship program. And we decided here at The Modern Eater that we're giving 100% of the proceeds to this dinner, to the apprenticeship program, and deservingly so, as you heard Chef Michael Pizzuto talk about the program, that if we can send one or two students through on a scholarship provided by us, um, that's fantastic. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, so looking forward to that dinner we just released tickets on summerdinnerseries.com for chef daniel asher who is a a man that's very busy very hard at work he's um starting a new concept an israel concept um back to his roots which he's very very excited about along with the folks that brought you bardo senior bear and um highland tappenberger those guys are teaming up with chef asher to do this great concept and i think it's called Ashkara, but I'm probably saying uh, Chef Pearson Shields is not shaking his head, giving his thumbs up on that one. Thumbs up on that one. In the meantime and in between time, why not? Let's introduce him back to the show. He's a a friend of ours and one of our favorites. His name's Chef Pearson Shields. He's the executive chef at the Hyatt and uh, Hyatt Regency Denver. And his uh, sous chef, uh, Chef Matt Rabelhofer, is hard at work doing a demo that you can see on our Facebook Live right now. But we'll welcome you to the show. Thank Chef you. Pearson, yeah, good to have you here, my oh, friend. Good to, good to be on. It's good to get out and get out of the kitchen on a Saturday and sneak out, see some windows, see a little sunlight before it all disappears <laughs> on us. I still want the croissant that uh, Chef Michael Pizzuto, he's a regular Hemingway over there, and just the picture that he painted, but uh, truly... Uh, chef Jesper Janssen, and I don't know whether you saw this. You're not a big Facebook guy, uh, no. Chef. But Chef Jesper Janssen uh, from Augusta Scoffier stood up at the last dinner and spent about three or four minutes talking about being a chef. And, and you know, it's it's not a thankful job. It's it, it's uh, But the 5% of the time, um, the smiles, the happiness, the things that a chef brings to the table, literally... Um, 
it, it it's it's so much appreciated and there's just very few ways to show appreciation i, I appreciate for what you guys do truly um some of the challenges of being a chef that's fun i mean there are definitely definitely some challenges i mean you talk about jesper and i i studied under him for about 18 months when we were we were at a hotel together so definitely a great guy we stay in contact but it's nice to be able to get out in the community more and more you know when you guys put on shows like this and events it's it's fun for us you know we get to get out we get to showcase meet people that we cook for because sometimes you know matt does a great job in in the dining room of meeting people but it's hard to sneak out sometimes yes yeah. so you and chef matt are putting together a dish a course um for this great dinner that's happening tuesday night what did you guys dream up together so right now what we're thinking is a wild boar ravioli uh, we're going to do all the pasta in-house. We're going to braise it, shred it, make a sauce out of the braising liquid, and we're going to pickle some micro micro veg and put that on top. Real simple, but real fluffy ravioli. It should be real nice in the bowl. Uh, great course. As I look at the menu unfold, and we usually release the menu a couple of days before the dinner, um, but I have a feeling that you chefs are going to kind of provide a main course at most of the dishes there true i mean it's a it's a ton of food as you know i i went to the the second event that you all had and it's a lot of food a lot you of did. fun but... I, you know what i didn't forget but we're running in a lot of different directions at first blush just describe the the event itself from the perspective of somebody dining you know it was it was a ton of fun you know the first thing when you walk in cloud of smoke from the smokers going off rocker spirits was there uh first time i got to meet those guys doing some great cocktails the event space is just flawless. It's fun. It's inviting. You know, it's that farm to farm feel where you know you have all the windows and just a good group of people. But we had a ton of fun. It was a great time. Yeah, the food. The food was flawless. Yeah. I would say we uh, we were very impressed. You know, we came hungry. We left uh, really full. That was Chef Keegan's Gerhardt's dinner, right? Yes. One of his dishes was like an eleven touch. Uh, I mean. <laughs> the complexity of a one of those of salads the, that he was doing is yeah, that what it was of yeah. his dishes um this is going to be a great time and truly for me um what's important to me is showing that sense of community and showing the relevancy of the Colorado Chefs Association and how strong that they are going into 2019 um truly being a part of the Colorado Chefs Association uh what's what's that meant for you you know, it's, it's been really important to try to bring in, bring people together to be able to do events. You know, our the president, Chef uh, JP, has really, he's made it, I want to say, more fun in a sense that people want to join, they want to be involved, and they want to go out of their way even after a 12, 14-hour day and help out in the community, what, you know, to enhance the culinary scene in Denver. So going into 2019, I think our membership's going to be up. We're going to do a lot more events and just have a lot more fun with it. Chef Pearson Shields on air with us right now as uh, your sous chef, Chef Matt Rabelhofer. Um, what, what's, what's Matt up to over there? So Matt is, besides being extremely creative, Matt's coming up with a radish dish. He thought that radishes would be fun because they're not always the most popular. They don't always get the most love, but we're going to do a garlic chive aioli with some fresh radishes. Thanks, Brian, for sending those over today. Oh, Appreciate definitely. it. Um, and we're just going to plate them up almost like a simple crudite, something you could do at your house, have a little fun with, snack. Maybe instead of chips, watching a football game, you have some fresh vegetables, you know? 
I think you probably know the answer to this, but what's your favorite season to cook in? Uh, right right now, I would say this is one of the best seasons yeah. for me. Everything's so plentiful, you know, we're uh-huh. gaining weight towards the, the winter, and that's right. fun as well. But right now, it's the options that we have to cook with, the flavors, and everyone's just out and about, just having a great time. So I would say right now, getting into the middle of summer. Yeah. I mean, trust me, we can all attest to wintertime, a little more savory, uh, hearty. Squashes, potatoes, yeah. root vegetables. You know, there's a place for that. But seasonality, and, and especially summertime in Colorado, so many great tools to play with. No, agreed. I mean, don't don't tell my boss, but I might have bought a case of cherries for the hotel just for the staff to eat because they are definitely <laughs> in season. <laughs> and they're insane. And those are local. And I mean, it kills me right now. I'm going into some of the grocery stores and I'm seeing Washington cherries. When And I'm like, why? When we have local, we have some of the best cherries in the country. Agreed. And um, so it, it's always interesting. I love what you guys are doing though. And I, I, I got to give you huge, huge props because the reality is, is you are... You're, you're at a place that could bat an eye at using local and say, ah, whatever, we, we don't have the time for it. You serve so many meals. You have so many people come through, and not to mention that you co- help coordinate stuff that's going on in the convention center, I believe, as well. Um, just, you, you, well, it, and even if you're not over in the convention center, you're getting all those guests. And so the, the reality is, is you're packed. You're in a huge, huge hotel. And you're going for local like it's nobody's business. You're you're staying true to something that I'll tell you. Not there's so, I, I know chefs in town right now who aren't even doing it as local as you are, and they're getting all kinds of accolades that they just really shouldn't be, in my opinion. So I mean, it's it's important for us though. You know, we even though we're one of the the larger hotels on the street, it's it's important to get out there, support local people, and support great food. You know, we don't need to always ship it in we can we have it right in front of us let's let's use it that's our mindset you know yeah ah, i love hearing that oh rumor and and again this is a rumor not even putting it on the spot but that you liked rocker spirits and that there's a possibility that that could be had at uh, there is a huge possibility we uh had a great tasting yesterday gave dustin a tour of the uh what is the hotel since we're under, under a little bit of renovation right now but i definitely think you'll see it on our back bar when we reopened for good, uh, Rocker Spirits was, they got a great thing going on. And, and they'll jump your cocktail program into outer space just agreed. right off the bat. You know, um, the three signature cocktails that they bring down to these dinners, people can't get enough of them. And talk about value. You know, you have a couple of these cocktails, uh, you're not paying gratuity, uh, taxes. It goes towards a great organization, the Colorado Chefs Association Apprenticeship Program. You've got 10 chefs cooking for you. Uh, great sourcing of organic products as well. You don't get anything fresher than this, and, and it's all about community. Again, I'll say it, uh, summerdinnerseries.com is the hottest ticket in town right now. Let's take a break, come back, and, and um, get Chef Matt Rabelhofer on the air. Am I saying his name correctly? Rabelhofer. Rabelhofer. But I messed it up for a couple of years. So hey, man, I couldn't even <laughs> Jay Parker here. say for it. Greg, that's amazingly good. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, trust Woo. me. Yep, that's true. I would, you know, when I don't know someone how to pronounce someone's name, I just uh, Chef Matt. Chef Matt coming up next right here, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business, and don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModernEater.com. 
Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale. Taste lavender tripel and the distinctive horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully source spices and herbs, enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, Look us up online at SojournerBeers.com, and remember to drink globally, locally. Hi, this is Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Spring is here, and it's time to check out our spring lineup of Belgian-style ales. We have classic Belgian styles like doubles and triples, quads, wit beers, and Belgian IPAs, plus spring seasonals, fruit beers, wild beers, and barrel-aged specialties. All of our beers are handcrafted in small batches and served fresh. Brews Beers is in Midtown at 67th and Pecos. We're open seven days a week with great food trucks every day and loads of free parking. We're even dog-friendly. And if you're planning a business or private event, we'll host it for you and make it a memorable experience. Find out why everyone's talking about the award-winning Belgian-style beers at Brews. Remember to check out our website, brewsbeers.com, for upcoming taproom and special bottle releases. For great Belgian-style beers, it's Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. See you soon. Lots going on in the studio right now. It's a really cool show. And uh, Facebook is where you want to go to the Modern Eater, and you can see the demonstration that's happening right now from uh, Chef Matt Rabelhofer. Uh, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 20 years in the business. We love the guy. He's the most trusted man when it comes to installing and maintaining draft systems. He works with managers and owners to make dreams come reality. Foam is money. Please, don't be tacky. Just get a hold of Jeff Rourke and get an A-Plus on your report card. Um, inefficient beer pouring, not only is it tacky, it's just not doing anything for your bottom line because if you're, as I wait for Jay, oh, he's over there with Brian. If you're pouring inefficient beer, boys, what are you doing? You're pouring your your money money down down the drain. drain. Uh, Don't pour your money down the drain. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, the longest-running sponsor of the Modern Eater Show. We appreciate the man so much. He is hyper-local. He is community. Do business with him is what I say. 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f*** wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Yeah, Brian, what the is wrong with you? You don't uh, know how health. To... I just watched that. You know about that. We don't even want to talk about Still that. Still don't know how to turn your mic on and off. It's just. Oh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? She had your back. Yeah. She does. Our, 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 our new. Uh... What's her name? Brian's terrible. Why? Why, why does he throw that? <laughs> What's Chef's we're, name? We're calling him Her Annabella. Um, Almost. Are you sure? <laughs> Almost, Brian. Try it again. 
Look, he's turning red. <laughs> he's looking like a radish right now. These guys know I've got this one affliction. It's a terrible affliction. I don't yeah, know how only, I've gotten so far. It's the only far. one you Yeah, have. it's the only, you know, if i got to have one It's thing. the lovely Arabella. Arabella. Yes. Arabella. Yes. yes. She's yes. our audio engineer keeping us on track. <laughs> SummerDinnerSeries.com, the hottest ticket in town. I'm telling you, if you love uh, your community, you love um, great food, great beverages, and chefs that are making a difference, uh, go grab yourself a couple of tickets uh, and do something. If you're a owner of a business, send a couple of your employees to show your appreciation and community. SummerDinnerSeries.com. Tickets for the Colorado Chefs Association. Uh, Chef's Dinner this Tuesday evening. A couple of tickets left. And just released the tickets for Chef Daniel Asher. Um, boy, that's going to be quite the dinner. And then Chef Brother Luck. Then Chef Kyle Mendenhall. And then Chef... Ooh, Secret what? surprise. What? Yeah, what What was that one? I can tell you that uh, this chef is sort of almost at the top of their game. Yeah, Ooh, nationally. Don't you like how I keep doing that? National. Dropping these nuggets. Hey, I will say, though, uh, Chef Pearson, which I did remember his name. What's his last name? Um, Shields. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yay. He's, he's good. He's good. Right. Brian. I, here we go. I, I got it. Well, we had actually met. Pearson and I, Arabella. Arabella. <laughs> But he was asking, you know, how many tickets are left? And I, I got to be surprised that there are even any tickets left for this Tuesday night dinner because the reality is you've got 10 chefs. And if each chef reached out to four people, they're done. Well, let me um, check so, my phone here. Let me check my email to see how many tickets have been sold during this dinner and I can get you a count. And actually, let's do this as a special offering to our audience tonight. The next person, and I and I will know because I can check my email that buys one ticket to this next dinner we will give them the second ticket for free Ooh, two for oh, yeah like that. so they yes. call that a bogo yeah nice yes. so if you buy a ticket yep a couple coming in but right now as of right now if you buy a ticket on summerdinnerseries.com to the colorado chefs association chef's dinner you buy one, the other one's a gimme. I mean, basically, that's 50 Whoa. bucks yeah. to go eat a dinner like this. So good luck to you uh, to go and do that. Rejoining the program right now, and um, this young man, he's a hit. He's one of those chefs to watch, uh, Chef Pearson Shields. Along, Matt, can we get you to sit down? Matt Rabelhofer. Uh, hey, you know, can I say something? We keep talking about this is such a great value. I got to tell you, it, go in a different direction on that because it, it's not only a great value, but the food is off the charts. And the reality is, is you're not going to get a, a dinner from so many different chefs. This is a one of a kind night, I think, because there's just so many different chefs. There's so many personalities, flavor. I, I mean, some of these guys, the way they choose to work with food and flavor is so different and so unique than the other chefs. So I think this is going to be one of the highlight dinners that people should really get in gear for. Um, just my own personal. Chef Shields, uh, um, you work with Chef Rabel Hoffer. I do. How did you guys meet? Is it just a work thing? Um, you know, what? what's the deal with you guys? It seems like a pretty good symbiotic relationship. I mean, we, we connected through the Hyatt at work. Um, Matt had the opportunity to leave go to washington dc and he came back kind of like myself i had the opportunity i left miss denver too much uh went to lake tahoe and came back so it's actually our second stint here at the hyatt regency having a great time 
but that's that's how we met. It was it was a work, a work love at first sight, I guess. Chef Rabel Hopper, welcome to the show, my man. Is this your first appearance on the uh, air talking about chefing around? Yes, this is my first first appearance. It's not intimidating at all. It shouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, there's beer, so we're doing all right. There is. Uh, speaking of that, you guys, uh, here it is. With these dinner, um, we have two great breweries, especially for this next week for uh, the Colorado Chefs Association Chefs Dinner. Uh, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project and Chain Reaction Brewing Company, which you'll hear from um, their brewer coming up here, Chad Christofferson. But you guys had the opportunity to do a little homework, huh? Matt, I saw you on Facebook making the rounds. Um, what was the, what were your thoughts about the brewing companies? Uh, both of them I've seen online. They're in with we're in my uh, wish list of breweries to go to, uh, and this was just a perfect opportunity and excuse to get out and check them out. Uh, I sat down with Andrew at Intrepid yesterday. So uh, he hooked up with, I hooked up with him and uh, was able to talk about some of the beers that he's got on tap. And uh, we're going to use one of them in our dish. Uh, we're gonna, You're going to cook with the beer. We're going to cook with I the beer. I love that. I yeah. mean, way to go with that. Yeah. What did you decide to use? Uh, so we talked back and forth about the dish. Can and I we, guess? Is this Intrepid's that you're talking about? We are. I'll bet it's the Basil IPA. Nope. It's not. Ah, nope. What is it? We took the finished sati. I uh, just Ooh. thought the juniper notes and the chocolate and everything was going to go well with with uh, a rich meat, a game meat. Uh, so that's what we decided to go with. We did discuss it while I was there. Uh, he was very kind to me at the tasting table, so it worked out really well. I call him the most interesting man in the world when you have an archaeologist turned brewer that spent uh, most of his life traveling and finding spices that are indigenous to regions of the world and bringing them back for beer recipes. It's just so conducive um, to cooking with beer and drinking beer, complementing the dishes or even the contrast. Not not necessarily uh, just a beer that will go with the dish, but maybe a, a beer that will complement it in its contrast to flavors as well. Yeah, no, we discussed that a little bit, having something that would be a little brighter, something that might be like the basil IPA that would kind of cut the richness of the dish uh but as we sat there and discussed it we decided that this was probably a, a more streamlined pairing was was the way to go just considering what we were going with and and as well the other dishes you didn't want to do two beers in the dinner for the different dishes so it was very strategic planning so it should be really great i i'm excited to see how the dish pairs out with with the beer and what we come up with yeah, it's uh, 7.30 on 6.30 KHOW, the Modern Eater Show. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, our guests right now uh, this hour is Chef Pearson Shields and Chef Matt Rabelhofer. You guys, I'm very excited about that, that you're cooking with the beer, because thus far in the Summer Dinner Series, you guys are the only ones that have decided to cook with the beer, which I find to be very refreshing. Uh, are you beer lovers in general? Uh, I don't I don't know that I've I mean, ever how can seen you, you drink be? a beer. I'm. I don't think. I don't know if I could drink a full one. You know, it's kind of everybody <laughs> makes fun of me at work, but I do. I do enjoy beer. How could you not love it in Colorado with are all you, the great choices? Are you a whiskey guy? I am a whiskey guy. You're down with the brown. I know. It's, it's hard not <laughs> to. How be, can man. you not be the delicious flavors yep. and no, and, and maybe truly you guys will do a whiskey dinner sometime. I mean, well, he's he is fast tracking rocker. 
It's you know? true. I so he's that. doing everything I love for that. Dustin, which is a great guy too. I, I mean, truly, when we talk hyper-local and community, that's what it's all about. I say so many times, all right, you're a micro distillery that um, may source from the Whiskey Sisters, a, a local Colorado company, to to get them their grains and then to use that in rocker spirits and then to have chef Pearson picks that picks that up. And then all of a sudden somebody local is going to buy that drink. And then it goes back around in this full circle, which is how you support your community. It's just a no brainer, Jay. They call, yeah. We call that hyper local and uh, it just, it, it just makes sense. Greg, right? It's one of those things where I and when I when I say it makes sense, it makes sense of the awareness of of the food that you're eating on a day to day basis. Because w- without food, you die, and so then you don't have to worry about anything else, right? So I know that's oversimplifying it, but the food is the first thing that that you put into your body that keeps you going. So it would make sense that you would learn everything you can about it, where it's coming from, and then if you can source that locally around you, that brings everybody up. Why wouldn't you do all of those things? And listen, I mean, hyperlocal is is in California, and hyperlocal is in Washington, hyperlocal is in New York, right? We're in Colorado, so that's our hyperlocal. So everybody can do the same thing, and and the, the sustainability just keeps going round and round. Jay, I, can I throw in it's, it's sustainability? I think that that's what you really should speak to because, like, when we're at Salt River Aquaponics. They are pumping South River. South River. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that, our friends out there. But they are pumping the the mush, the air from the mushroom room back into where the greens are growing because the mushrooms are off gassing CO two, and then they're pushing. That's something sustainable. So think about our uh, local economy and think about how we support our local farmers. Think about how we support our local companies, and then that money goes right back into our economy. And so if if we want to talk about you know protecting all the hard work that these people in Colorado have done, all the great things everyone has brought to the table by local. Uh, Couldn't agree more. That's why we do the show. Uh, So one of the Facebook viewers right now um, is my very sweet mother. (laughs) I love that. Patricia (laughs) Peterson. She says, I just ate a gob of cherries from last week's dinner. Delicious. Thanks, Brian, for all the wonderful organic fruits and veggies for the dinner series. Delicious. Um, Thank you, uh, Mom, Pat. But truly, Brian, um, it's a treat for folks to see and the array of delicious produce that when these chefs are signing up for the dinners and we say, well, here's not only the farms that we're paired up with, but here's also the list for Growers Organic. Let the chefs talk. That's pretty off the hook exciting to see all of those ingredients that are available to the to you for the dinners yeah no it was uh a great list of things that we can get into and and everybody was pushing the trying to use what was in season and local which is something we're about anyways but it's refreshing when other people on the opposite side are just saying not just saying you can have tomatoes and asparagus and things that we kind of take for granted as seasonality uh we reached out to growers organic for the radishes we used for uh, our demo here and we're super excited about having them be local. And again, like Pearson said earlier, we could have just used somebody somewhere, you know, and yeah. I'm sure it would have been a great product. But the unknown even, radish. Yeah, but it's better here. Better to know that our dollar is spent locally. Well, I always say it too, that when I taste, taste something local with a story and the farms that we've gone to, when we were at um, Black Bear Farms and we were picking the 
cherries off the trees in the orchards. Um, that cherry with that story just tastes so much more delicious. Uh, right. and, and that's Brian Cox and his wife Rebecca and they were so so gracious to us and they're growing grapes there as well for that remember the grapes that don't aren't eaten anywhere but they go into wine and that's it they grow wine grape they grow incredible peaches we're going to be highlighting their peaches actually this Tuesday because um, everyone who's eaten them so far has said those are the best let's see if somebody mm. took our offer for the mm. Mm. Uh, mm. ticket the buy one get yep there it is alright great uh, so Alan Park, uh, Al, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, Alan, thank you very much. You're, we'll see you at the dinner. Appreciate that. Okay, we're going to take a break. I'm in communication via text, if you hear that ding, with Dustin Evans from Rocker Spirits. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to get him on the show just to thank him for just a minute and joining us uh, in the booze and the news segment, all the booze news you can use. It'll be Chad Christofferson from Chain Reaction Brewing Company, who has supplied us this evening. Uh, with some samples of delicious beer from Chain Reaction Brewing Company. So, guys, stick around. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, uh, Chef Pearson Shields, Executive Chef at the Hyatt Regency Denver, and Chef Matt Rabelhofer. Um, you guys are great. So stay there. We'll be right back. This is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModernEater.com Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, Colorado chefs. Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledge sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow. How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com. Ciao a tutti. It's Elise Wiggins. 
You want me to go ahead and do it? From Kat Cubella, the chef of the year from Eater Denver. One more time, one more time. And you are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Yes, you are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. This was cool because we were able to hunt the man down that's very busy in Littleton at Rocker Spirits. And we have him right now uh, joining us in studio with myself, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker's up and around, Brian Freeman, and then Chef Pearson Shields from the Hyatt Regency in Denver. Uh, There he is, Dustin Evans, owner of Rocker Spirits. How are you, sir? Good evening, gentlemen. What's kicking? <laughs> I know it. <laughs> hey, uh, listen, number one, summer dinner series, starting it out with uh, rocker hour is what I call it. One hour of rocker spirits just to get people going. Uh, what a hit that's been, Dustin. Thank you so much. No, thank you guys for having us. You know, we're, we're happy to be a part of it. It's been a fun, fun evolution and, and see how this thing has matured and, and grown into something pretty cool. Yeah, the sense of community, and as we have uh, Chef Shields here with us, I guess you were down to, at the Hyatt doing a tasting. Man, I did make a, uh, I did make an appearance downtown Denver. You know, I I try to stay out of that area because of the parking. I was telling, I was telling Pearson that, but uh, yeah, what an incredible uh, operation they have down there. It's just massive. That's cool, man. Um, rumor has it that some folks might be able to enjoy the libations from rocker spirits at the Hyatt. Well, we're hoping so. I mean, um, it's an opportunity that, you know, we would very much welcome to be part of a great organization like that. It's, um, it's pretty, like I say, it's pretty massive and it's, it's a cool operation to see how the inner workings of one of those big establishments works. It's really uh, cool. I had a good time down there, met with, Pearson and then the group down there, and I think uh, we may be able to have a common ground and find some working relationship. Oh, I'd agree. I'd agree, Dustin. I don't think it's a question anymore. We're going to get that thing on the bar for sure. Great, whoop, whoop. great stuff. We had we had fun. It's fun giving you the tour. I think your tour will be better when we show up, uh, but definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, like I say, we welcome the opportunity. Um, we're reverent to it because. Uh, putting our product on your shelf would be just a, a a real feather in our cap and begin a relationship uh, that could be long-term for us and it and it validates validates us so um i'm so thankful for the opportunity well and but well deserved dustin i mean you make a quality product yeah well that's what i was going to uh, say yeah. dustin you validate yourself every day yeah. with that whiskey that you turn out of your certainly your, your distillery. Uh, Chef Shields, what what caught your attention just right off the bat, other than the community and, and Dustin's great cocktails and, and John, his bartender, that makes all of these great creations? Uh, aside from that, you know, there's a lot to choose from. What brought you to Rocker? I mean, what what hit us was, was the quality right off the bat. You know, those cocktails the other week were just perfect, and I really just, we wanted to try it by itself, you know, and really, really, really get a feel for... Uh, the quality that he is producing and he brought it all to the table you know we had fun we tried the whiskey the bourbon whiskey the vodka i've been promised a little bit of rum maybe soon <laughs> um <laughs> hoping to get some of that but it was just the, the quality and you know being that it's local dustin you're a great guy we i think we definitely we hit it off with the team so the relationship was born 
Well, again, like I say, we, we say it all too often in, in the show and at the dinners. It's And it's the belief structure that I grew up with. It's a community. And that community, um, you find likeness in, in personalities and uh, ethics and business practices. And I think um, that's what we see there is an opportunity to work with uh, like-minded people and try to create something good. High tides raise all ships, and uh, again, you know, the way that we operate is we find great quality people, great businesses, and great products, and I feel that if that takes place in your community, that you have an obligation to do business with those people. Um, Go to Rocker Spirits. Go there tonight, right, in Littleton. I'm sure it's off the hook, and there's a couple of new things that are going on food-wise with you guys. Could you take a minute to talk about Rocker and what's new? Yeah, I mean, um, down there at Rocker, we're just continuing to make whiskey every day, bourbon, rye. Um, We just uh, are probably six months away from uh, bottling, six to eight months away from bottling some of our rye. We've added a new food uh, relationship down there in our food trailer, and it's going really well. It's just kind of a revolving menu that's fresh, um, kind of the concept of shareables, parable things that we can do. Um, so it's it's um, it's always exciting. It's always changing. Uh, we're learning, improving, and growing. So go get them, Dustin. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you Tuesday night. Very very looking forward to it looking forward to it once again and guys thank you again for the opportunity uh, to be a part of your dinner summer your summer dinner series and uh, opportunity to meet people like Craig Pearson and and let's uh let's do it again this Tuesday there it is all right Dustin Evans uh, really truly um he says his business is forged with passion um so is he uh, he's really a great guy uh, Pearson, geez, man, I, first of all, I loved you before, but doing business within the community, man, that just, it, it's kudos to you. You know, you, a lot of people can go the easy route, you know, sure. um, there's a lot of distributors that you can just go down the list and you don't need another invoice and you don't need to go local and, and you chose to go a route that believes that you believe in and no, absolutely. kudos to you, man. No, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Executive Director Joan Brewster joined us on Facebook Live. We would like to uh, say hello to Joan. She, I always say it. She's my spirit guide. And looking forward to seeing her at the uh, Colorado, Colorado Chef's Dinner uh, this Tuesday night, benefiting uh, 100% of the proceeds of this dinner will go to the Colorado Chef's Association Apprenticeship Program. Uh, gentlemen, uh, Chef Pearson, Chef Matt, thank you guys. We'll see you Tuesday night. Absolutely. Thanks, Greg. We appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having us. Uh, Booze in the News up uh, next, and Chain Reaction Brewing Company on deck with Chad Christofferson. That's next for you right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. If you're hyper-local and you like food, click and taste the Modern Eater's website, videos, pictures. It is good. Food and drink blogs from the best in the business. And don't forget to watch their latest prize giveaway video too. TheModerneater.com. Get ready to change the way you look at food. This is Peter Allman, the founder of South River Aquaponics and Alpenglow Mushrooms. As a Le Cordon Blue Train chef, 
I know the importance of quality ingredients. That's why in 2013, I left the fine dining industry to start a sustainable organic farm. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow, we are the leader in sustainable growing practices, utilizing our natural resources as effectively as possible. No pesticides, no GMOs, no funny business, just clean, honest food production. We use old world techniques combined with modern technology to bring you the best possible produce. Our gourmet mushroom facility provides CO2 for our greenhouse that grows tilapia as well as lettuces and herbs in our aquaponics system. Look for us in natural grocers, city market, and served on the plates of Colorado's finest chefs. At South River Aquaponics Alpenglow Mushrooms, we're growing greener. To learn more about aquaponics and see our products, go to our website at southriveraquaponics.com. South River Aquaponics, the future of farming. My dad's vegetables are so good, I can't live without them. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. If you've got a business and need a website or need a graphic designer, F. Johnson Design does it all. Take the headache out of trying to build your own website or design graphics. Who has time for that? F. Johnson Design will get you up and running with a professional and great-looking website. Design sharp graphics to your specifications and have your site up faster than you think. Logo, package design, SEO coding, and more. Maximize your online. Reach out to F. Johnson Design at fjohnsondesign.com. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. Yes, it is. Booze in the news. All the booze news you can use on the Modern Eater show. We got a good one for you as we um, crank into week four of the Summer Dinner Series. Hottest ticket in town. SummerDinnerSeries.com. And joining us in studio is one of the breweries that is um, paired up with Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. It's Chain Reaction Brewing Company and Chad Christofferson. Um, before we do that, pop quiz, Brian. What's our audio technician's name? Arabella. Ah, oh, I got a thumbs ding, up ding, on ding, that ding, one. Ding, ah, I got it right the second time around. Good job, man. <laughs> uh, Facebook.com, you can see all the deliciousness that's taking place in the iHeart Studios in the Tech Center as the sun sets on the Mile High City, and it's a beautiful summer evening. It doesn't get much better than this as July uh, begins past its halfway point. Chris, 
All right, Chad, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, it's been a while. It has uh, been. Love catching up with you and glad that you are in studio tonight. But as far as uh, beer dinners go, do you enjoy beer dinners? I love beer dinners. You know, it's something that, you know, we've always been very big on, you know, pairing beer with food. And uh, it's always fun when we actually get to, to go out and do that with someone else. So we're really excited to, to have been invited. So what we ask of you is a different beer for each course. You've got five courses, and have you seen the menu from every single one of these? I have not yet. Oh, you need um, it, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's very important. What do you look for when you're looking to pair up your beers? And then do you believe that your beers are, are great for pairing with food? We do believe our beers are good with pairing. Um, you know, we look at kind of what the base is, and then... Um, you know, if it's going to be something light and refreshing, we're going to go one direction. If it's going to be a little heartier, we're going to go more towards the maltier end. And, you know, depending on what type of meat, if it's uh, like a red meat, we're going to go with uh, something like a stout or so, you know, we kind of play and, and see what's going to go go well. Cooking with beer. Here it is. These fellas, they yeah. um, I know Matt did. I don't know whether Pearson did or not that visited you at your brewery. Uh, but these gentlemen have decided to use beer to cook with their dinners. That's kind of a cool element as it's well. It's absolutely exciting. Yeah. Um, just taking that pairing one step farther. So that's really cool. What's going on at Chain Reaction? I know we're bringing you to our dinners, um, but I always say uh, go to the brewery. Support the, the beer community. Um, a lot of times you see neighborhoods and the neighborhoods around the breweries it's almost like the brewery is the focal point or the center of the neighborhood Absolutely. talk about your neighborhood yeah our neighborhood is fantastic it's this big melting pot uh we're located in athmar park and you know it's one of the last affordable places in denver right now and you know you've got everything from people that have been there you know they're third generation they live in the house next door to where they grew up in to people that are just starting families that you know, wanted to be close to Denver and didn't really know what they were getting into. And they found this really tight knit, close community. Um, you know, we host a run club every month and those guys are hardcore. They, uh, they run all year long, rain or shine. They come in and have a couple of beers afterwards and, you know, really get to know the community. I'd like to ask, Chad. What's Brian, the address? Brian, yeah, what's the address? I mean, in... you said the, the neighborhood. Yeah, but... uh, we're at 902 South LaPan Street, and that is in between Alameda and Mississippi, just west of Santa Fe. Yeah, that's kind of and one of the... Huge new area. Yeah. That Ruby Hill Park has got a new concert venue there, Absolutely, don't they? Absolutely, yeah. They just opened. It's called Levitt Pavilion, and it's, it's really great. Um, we typically do... Uh, happy hour specials if you're going to the show you know we'll do buy one get one crowlers or uh, dollar off drinks so definitely drop your or show your ticket if you're heading over to Levitt. yeah D uh, i'm literally on the other side of the tracks of barbecue supply company it is yeah. um off of delaware and evans uh, by the light rail there you jump the tracks you, you head a little bit west there and uh there you guys are um, cool neighborhood and and truly you know as a as a denverite and a native um one of the kind of you know ruby hill was one of the things that i would go with a toboggan yep. in the snow and i don't even know if that's allowed anymore in this world of <laughs> you know don't hurt yourself liability type of thing uh, but it's good to see the resurgence of that neighborhood absolutely yeah they've 
done a lot, and it's definitely come a long way. Mm-hmm. I'd like to ask Chad to get a little bit of their background. How did Chain Reaction really come about? What was your passion? Um, we started out just as home brewers, and you know we always had this passion for food, and you know we discovered brewing, and the more we kind of um, experimented and played, we really found our passion. And so Zach, my cousin, the other owner, was a, a beer writer. And he had been doing an interview with Tim Myers over at Strange, and Tim used to do this thing called One Barrel Wednesday. And so he invited us down to sit in and learn a couple of times, and eventually, you know, he would give us tips on how to improve our recipes. And eventually we hit the point where we actually had something that Tim felt comfortable putting on his system and serving to his customers, and, you know, we were elated about that and um so took the day off went and brewed with them learned a lot and you know a couple of weeks later they served the beer and it it actually went over really well uh it was really exciting and kind of sat down and had the conversations like we could actually you know we could do this we could make our own way in the world and so we started collecting equipment and took us about three years to collect all of the equipment and find a space and about a year to get open, um, and we just celebrated our four-year anniversary. Wow, so, congratulations, yeah, yeah, my friend. That's what huge. a good story that is. Yeah, this yeah. is totally out of left field, and, and I have this idea as, as, as we're talking to Chad. What, would you do this? So I, brewers are consistent. Everyone has a beard, right? A lot of us do, yeah. Yeah, if we got a good, a, a great charity like they do with St. Baldrick. Yeah, I want to see brewers without beards for just a bit. Ooh. For a charity to see their clean shaven faces. BWB. Would you do something like yeah, that for charity? Oh, absolutely. You would? Yeah, definitely. I bet you if we got some of the most predominant brewers in town did a charity event behind it. I know, Jay, you hate my great ideas. I hate it when he has great ideas because I, I have zero. Oh, But would on. you get behind something like that? <laughs> oh, because yeah, I'd love I think to be part of that. That'd people would show up in droves to see brewers shave their beards off. I'm going to do this. Let me throw in another idea. Yeah. Is, is the brewer, the brewers shave each other. No. <laughs> Terrible idea. <laughs> That's a bad idea. <laughs> Look, like, I didn't mean it in a weird way. You know, <laughs> well, I just, weird I just, way. Yeah. <laughs> Chef Michael has a sharp knife, boys. Where are we going to start? Hands up on the table. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's have chefs shave the brewers with their. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad idea. Uh, that's a terrible idea. Uh, Chad Christopherson, we look forward to seeing you there Tuesday night. Thank you very yeah, much. Thanks for having it's us. It's going to be a wait. great time. Community is important, and you obviously are a man that believes in that as well. Absolutely. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Right well, there. in the second the beer, beer is delicious. That yeah, too. he's pouring these beers that are just really, really. Yeah, na- on... name a few of your beers that are on tap at Chain Reaction. Uh, so we've got the flagships. You know, we always try and uh, take a nod towards pop culture. So we've got our Groundskeeper Red. Uh, we've got on Wednesdays, we, we Wear Pink, which is a hibiscus lime weed. Mm. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be tapping a, uh, a lavender lager, which we've dubbed on our lavender is the color of our, my energy. Um, so those are just kind of some of the fun names that we come up with, but Go the beers are out. definitely solid as well. And uh, my, my friend there, uh, Greg Hollenbeck, you know where that lavender is the color of an energy? Came from? Come yeah, on now. Probably Growers Organic. Nope, nope. No come problem. on. You're, you're my music guy over there. 311, <laughs> oh, babe. Stop it. Come Sorry. on now. My brain's uh, on ending the show. Airball, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, keeping us on track. You guys, summerdinnerseries.com. Hottest ticket in town. Go check it out. Um, Brian Freeman. None better than you, my friend. Jay Parker. Yo.
Okay. Thank you. Next, <laughs> next week, we'll back here. We love Jay. Same I love time, him, same place. Uh, appreciate you so much for tuning in. See you back here next week on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.